Your heart. It's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice. Expert cardiologists, talented surgeons, highly skilled specialists, all of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, your choice. Live from WRAL News Headquarters in Raleigh, your number one source for local news. WRAL News, coverage you can count on. Heading out the door, grab the umbrella, send it with the kids. A few light showers now, but we have the threat for some severe storms as people are headed home from school and work today. Thousands of students are heading back to the classroom here in Wake County. We're live at one bus stop where we're going to be tracking the bus schedule situation. As we know, there is still a driver shortage. Higher price school lunches, a new visitor management system, and a brand new way to look at how to add more teachers to the school system. That's all what's ahead for Wake County Schools coming up. We'll have the interim superintendent live to explain how the school system plans to manage it all. Good morning, everyone. It is six o'clock. Do not hit the snooze button. <laughs> it is time to get up. It is back to a new morning routine as the kids head back to school. A little nervousness, yeah. but a lot of excitement as well. Thanks for waking up with us. I'm Renee Chu. And I'm Jeff Hogan. Not just for the kids, too. Parents out there, a little jittery about what's mm -hmm. about to happen here. But as you start your routine here for this new school year, we're glad you're making us part of yours as well. There'll be plenty of bus stop forecasts all throughout the year as well. <laughs> Elizabeth Gardner in the WRS Severe Weather Center with what those kids will face today. Yeah, the morning bus stop is not too bad, but the afternoon bus stop forecast, we do have the potential for some strong to severe thunderstorms. We take a live look at dual Doppler 5000 radar, a little bit of patchy light rain along the I-95 corridor and some of that up north as well. We'll uh, start here and you can see uh, just north of I-85, north of Henderson, Oxford, Roxborough, seeing a little shower, South Hill as well. You're maybe wondering what those green boxes are back to the west. That's where we have flood warnings in effect, but we haven't seen rain that heavy in our viewing area. We're looking at Goldsboro, Wilson to Rocky Mount, on up into Edgecombe County, seeing a little bit of light patchy rain. And you could see it in some other spots as well. Um, it's a little gray and, and dreary, a little drizzly out there this morning. But this afternoon, it's a level one risk for severe storms. And so we do have the tower lit in red for that potential for severe weather a little later on this afternoon. We'll walk through it with Futurecast. And again, a little light patchy rain this morning, but starting around lunchtime, some of those cells start to grow between two and three o'clock in the afternoon. We're seeing scattered thunderstorms across the viewing area. That is about the time that a lot of kids are leaving school to get on the bus, get off the bus, come home. So just make sure they have their umbrella and uh, uh, hopefully they'll be uh, staying safe there and that potential for some storms. This potential continues all the way until midnight. One or two of those storms could produce some wind damage. We take a live look at Durham right now and it is gray. We have some low cloud cover. You might run into some fog in spots this morning. 75 is the temperature, 73 is the dew point. So it is sticky out there. We will climb to around 85 for the high this afternoon. Taking a look at our tropical storm, Adalia moving north at 7, winds at 65 miles per hour. It looks like it could be Category 3, a major hurricane as it makes landfall Wednesday on the coast of Florida. It still looks like a tropical storm off the coast of North Carolina during the day Thursday. We could see some heavy rain and some strong gusty winds, and we're going to walk through all the impacts in the timeline for you uh, coming up. Looks like another major hurricane here with Franklin on 
on Tuesday into Wednesday, but it stays off the coast of the United States. So again, more on our busy traffics coming up, Brian. 603, get ready for more bus traffic, just slower traffic in general this morning as you head out. We have one crash showing up right now in Wake County, in Wake Forest, at Capitol Boulevard, at the Main Street Falls of Noose Road intersection. That's been out there for a while now, a crash with injuries, but I have not seen any significant delays through that area. Elsewhere, where around Wake County, our major routes are looking good with no crashes reported anywhere in Raleigh or Apex. Over in Durham and Chapel Hill, we're also looking fine on major routes as we get started this morning. It is a huge day for schools all across North Carolina today, marking the first day of class for thousands of students in almost every district in our area. That means more buses will be out there on the roads as well. It could slow down your morning commute or at least change things up just a little bit. Be careful out there. WRL's full team coverage of back to school today here in the studio in the Triangle. Cumberland County, we've got you covered. We'll start with WRL's Laura Levine right now, live this morning at the West Millbrook bus lot. And Laura, the county's adjusting bus routes this year because of a shortage of drivers. That'll mean some longer rides for some kids, right? Hey, Jeff, good morning. Yes, earlier this morning we were at that bus lot and now we're at a bus stop. So we're at the first or second bus stop for high school. We have some ninth graders here getting ready to start the school year. Listen, I asked one of them, I said, are you ready? Are you ready for the new school year? And he told me, no, not really, actually. So uh, that's high school for you, right? But today, parents and staff will get a first glimpse at how the new extended bus routes will go. Wake County Public Schools is starting off the school year with 560 drivers. The district needs a total of 882 to provide the best service and cover all routes. To address the shortage, drop-offs and pickup times will be staggered, with some students arriving more than 30 minutes late. We spoke with the director of talent acquisition who says recruiting drivers is one aspect in all of this, but the process to hire is a lengthy and difficult one. I'm not going to say harder. It's just a different process. Uh, our bus drivers are required to go through um, some testing that's going to take, you know, uh, three days of a virtual class and then the actual test afterwards. So the bus stop here, the bus will pick up students around 6:10 this morning. So they have just a couple of minutes. And as we know, under this new schedule, students will also be getting picked up late after the last bell rings in the afternoon, about 40 minutes late. So we'll continue to monitor the situation here in Wake County. Let's send things over to Kelsey Coffee and Fuke Barina, who has an update on the bus driver shortage in Durham or there. Excuse me. Laura, good morning. We're at Fuquay Varina High School, and I'm joined by Interim Superintendent Dr. Randy Bridges. We were talking about the bus driver shortage just a couple of seconds ago here. Now, good news is that we have bus drivers for every route, but still students will be arriving late. How are you all managing that with potential missed instruction time? Well, we have 560 dedicated individuals who are responsible for transporting our kids to and from school, and we're thankful for them. Uh, but that's not enough. Uh, we need additional drivers because having to assign routes to those 560 is forcing us into a situation where some of our kids will get to school late and then we'll have to hold some of them after the bell in the afternoon. So we have some bus drivers right at the point of, of coming into the workforce as well as uh, a well-stocked pipeline working its way through, but it takes a minute to do that. So a little inconvenience for our kids and our parents right now. Uh, hopefully we'll work through this situation very quickly.
And you all are also trying to work through navigating teacher vacancies. You all still need nearly 300 teachers. So what are you all doing to fill in those gaps? Well, we're 107 teachers um, uh, better in the process than we were at this time last year. You know, Wake County is a big school district, and uh, we're going to have vacancies, and we have a contingency plan for that. Our principals uh, are great uh, at making sure that we have a highly qualified and effective teacher in every classroom. Thank you so much, Dr. Bridges. And of course, we are your back to school headquarters. So if you're headed out the door to get those kids to school, know that you can still go on our website, WRAL.com, and check out our WRAL app. Kelsey Coffey, WRAL News, live in Fuquay, Verena. Now we head down to Cumberland County, where thousands of students will be filling in their classrooms in just a couple of hours. WRAL's Gilbert Bays is live at Gallberry Farm Elementary School in Hope Mills this morning. Gilbert, good morning to you. I know teachers have been working hard to get their classrooms ready. Absolutely. And, you know, if we're going to do a shot from an elementary school, this spells <clears throat> elementary school right here. You, I mean, it just brightens up your morning, and that's what we're talking about, getting students out here. It's all about the numbers right now, though. In just a couple of hours, we're talking about more than 400 school buses transporting more than 50,000 students to different schools here in Cumberland County. Uh, let me take you around campus here a little bit. The county has 86 schools and more than 6,000 employees, and half of them are teachers. Now, they spent Friday putting the finishing touches on the classroom in anticipation of arriving, the arrival of their students. It's been three years since the COVID pandemic shut down the schools and forced students to learn from home. And teachers say that time away from the classroom has created some unique challenges. The challenge, honestly, is just trying to get them to form relationships with each other and trying to figure out how to get past those uh, nervous boundaries, because a lot of it right now is just trying to get back into the routine. You know, teachers say that they want the excitement of the first day of school to last throughout the school year. And I see Superintendent uh, Dr. Marvin Connolly in the, in the shadows there. I'm going to interview him in a second. We're going to talk about all things Cumberland County Schools and see what challenges he sees for this coming school year. Looking forward to that. Gilbert, thank you. We will have much more back-to-school coverage throughout the morning. In 10 minutes, a parade planned in Zebulon to welcome kids back to school. At 6.30, we check in with WRL's Monica Casey with an update on teacher vacancies at Durham Public Schools. And at 6.45, what a young author from Durham says kids can do to get over their first day jitters. Other well, big news we're following for you today. The boyfriend of Alicia Watts is scheduled to appear in court for the first time after being charged with her murder. 51-year-old James Dunmore is being held in the Montgomery County Jail without bond. Investigators found Watts' body in the woods more than a month after her disappearance. The Moore County Sheriff told WREL he believes Dunmore knew the area. Dunmore's court appearance is at 9.30 this morning. We'll have a live report updating what happens in our news at noon. This morning, we're working to learn the extent of injuries from this serious crash. It happened last night off NC-42 near Johnston Road, south of Garner. At least one vehicle had severe damage. Authorities have not said what caused it. A shooting that killed three people in a Florida dollar store is being investigated as a hate crime, where authorities say the shooter may have been plotting to attack first. And also coming up, these videos going viral on social media of parents cracking an egg on their children's head. Some find these videos funny, others say they can be harmful. We'll let you decide. 
And it does look like a little bit of light patchy rain this morning for the uh, morning commute and kids heading back to school. When they come home, though, there'll be a better chance of scattered thunderstorms. Some of the storms could produce some severe uh, weather. I will show you the timeline coming up. As you get into your car, tune to WRAL News Plus on your radio in Raleigh on 99.3 FM, in Durham 96.5 FM, and everywhere on 101.5 HD3. Six thirteen. Not the prettiest morning for the first day of school. We have cloud cover. It's uh, drizzly out there in some places and some actual showers too from Goldsboro up through Wilson County, Nash County, Edgecombe County. A little bit of light rain up near the Virginia line and a few cells starting to become a little heavier down there in Sampson County. Nothing severe just yet, but after lunchtime, we have the potential for some severe storms. Some of those could be right about the time kids are trying to get home from school today. Uh, level one risk for severe storms. It uh, looks like we could have some isolated wind damage with those storms. 74 in Wilson, 75 in Durham, 74 in Fayetteville. Just a little damp and sticky out there. If you're about to head out the door for your morning run, definitely humid out there. We'll see a high of 85. This evening, of course, there'll be some scattered storms. Brian? 614, as we watch traffic around the Triangle, it looks like that crash in Wake Forest at Capitol Boulevard right around Main Street has largely cleared, but you still may see some police activity at that intersection. Not seeing any big delays on the sensors right now. A look at that camera at I-40 at Miami Boulevard in Durham, looking fine in both directions. We're seeing fairly light volume as we get started this morning. Your major approaches into Durham right now all are clear. 40 westbound from Wade Avenue in Raleigh, no delays there, and it looks good on 40 eastbound out of Chapel Hill, Renee. Thanks, Brian. We're learning more about the three victims of a shooting at a Dollar General store in Florida and about what other plans for violence the shooter may have had. Angela Carr, Gerald Gallian, and A.J. Laguerre died in the shooting Saturday. The FBI is investigating it as a racially driven hate crime. Investigators say the 21-year-old gunman, Ryan Palmetter, left behind detailed writings about what he thought about black people and what he planned to do. Palmetter died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Earlier in the day, he had been turned away from Edward Waters University, a nearby HBCU, by a security officer. A state representative in North Carolina is in the hospital after crashing his pickup truck over the weekend. Marvin Lucas was hurt in the crash near his Spring Lake home around 9 o'clock Saturday morning. Sources tell WRL Lucas lost control of the truck, hit a house, and then a tree. Spring Lake police and the highway patrol are investigating. The latest TikTok craze isn't a trending dance move or an attention-grabbing challenge. It's parents cracking eggs on their kids' heads and seeing their reaction. WRO's Ken Smith is here with some of the videos that are going viral and the concerns this prank is raising, Ken. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out what's going on here. Some people are calling this prank harmless, but others, especially medical experts, disagree. Well, you decide. Take a look at it for yourself. Now I'm going to crack mine. Very often, children think they're in the kitchen to help bake or fix a favorite treat, only to be smashed in the head with an egg. The children look confused, some of them stunned, even start crying. And yes, some children do laugh along with their parents, who are calling this hilarious, many of them. But experts say while it may be funny in the short term, it really serves to shake the trust children have in their parents. And having the video posted could be hurtful and humiliating. Pediatric experts say parents should stop this prank. Let me know what you think on my WRL Facebook page. And by the way, these videos have been viewed more than 600 million times. Renee. Never have I thought about doing that to my child. The side of the bowl will do just fine. 
Ken, thank you. Students at Zebulon Elementary School will have a parade to welcome them back to school this morning. Families and community members are invited to cheer the kids on starting at 745 this morning. But they would love to see you out there. The town of Zebulon and Nightdale Wake Forest alumni chapter of Delta Sigma Theta are partnering to put that parade on. It is 617. Let's get you ready to walk out the door for back to school. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner in the WRL Severe Weather Center. It won't be too hot, which will be good, but kids might want to carry an umbrella or rain gear. Yeah, that's about the only nice thing we can say about today is it won't be too hot. Here's the big picture. We have a stationary front that's sitting right across North Carolina. It produced some rain last night. We're continuing to see a little bit of light patchy rain out there this morning. I would definitely send the kids out with their rain gear, even if you don't think they need it this morning. This afternoon, we're going to see widespread thunderstorms across the area, and the timeline for that is right about the time the kids are headed home from school. Right now, we're looking at a little bit of light patchy rain that's down in the south around Fayetteville and uh, Clinton, a little bit of that here uh, as you move north or along the I-95 corridor. And then some of that up to the north, north of I-85. Let's zoom in down to the south. Some showers in Clinton right now. Some rain in Goldsboro, Wilson, Rocky Mount, uh, heading over into Edgecombe County right now. Um, also, as we head farther to the north, we're seeing some scattered showers uh, in Granville County, Person County, and Vance County. So a little light rain out there. But this afternoon, that's when we have our best chance for severe storms. Isolated wind damage is what we would see. Here's Futurecast. Futurecast not showing as much of that patchy rain right now, but I feel like it's uh, right on target for us this afternoon. Between 2 and 3 o'clock in the afternoon, we could see storms pop up anywhere. The rain will be heavy, and one or two of these storms could produce some damaging wind. It continues through the evening commute, so if you're coming home 5, 6 o'clock, you'll see it, as a matter of fact, all the way until midnight or so. And then let's take a look at tomorrow. We don't have a severe threat for tomorrow. It is likely to start cloudy, but we'll see a little sunshine in the afternoon. And our chance for storms tomorrow is much later, likely after the evening commute, 7 o'clock, 10 o'clock, midnight or so before we see those storms. Uh, Tropical Storm Adalia moving north at 7 miles per hour, winds at 65 miles per hour. And uh, take a look at this. It now has the potential to be a major hurricane before it makes landfall in Florida during the day on Wednesday. So they have a couple of days to prepare. But uh, Category 3, of course, very serious situation there. The forecast for us continues to track a little bit farther to the south and off the coast. That does still mean some impacts for us during the day on Thursday. And then that storm just continues to move off the coast on Friday. Here's a look at our wind potential. Of course, the storm becoming Category 3 as it makes landfall on Wednesday morning along the coast of uh, Florida. And then pushing out of our area pretty quickly during the day Thursday. We can see winds on the coast up to 50 miles per hour. But in our viewing area, it's probably going to be around 25 to 30 mile per hour winds during the day on Thursday. Uh, we could see we take it out to around 5 or 6 o'clock looking at 25 to 30. Uh, we're still taking a look at Franklin. Franklin also likely to be a major hurricane here in the next 24 hours. Uh, matter of fact, it already is. I'm sorry. When the uh, when it came through, we're talking so much about Adalia. Uh, looking at uh, already a Category 3 storm, but it does stay off the coast. Now, it may have some impacts for folks in uh, Bermuda. We take a live look at what's happening across our viewing area. A lot of cloud covers. You're headed out the door right now. Temperatures climb into the 80s this afternoon. We do stay in the 80s, except for Thursday. It'll be 
cooler with the rain and the windy conditions Thursday at 74. But we do have at least one 90-degree day in our forecast this week, Brian. All right, 620 right now as we check traffic. And we're looking at that current road conditions model with those light showers, especially along the I-95 corridor. You can see heading out of Kenley up toward uh, Rocky Mountain Wilson on I-95. Could be a little wet. Not really seeing uh, a lot of, uh, of that on our camera there at I-95 at Highway 42, but some of the roads may be damp in that area, also along uh, the North Carolina-Virginia border. Right now, we're looking good around the triangle. Major routes are clear. They are working to clear what's left of that crash up at Capitol at Maine and Wake Forest. Not seeing any big delays there. And in Durham right now, we're looking good on 885 in both directions. Thank you, Brian. After two years away from the sport, gymnast Simone Biles is back on top once again. She had a record-setting performance at the U.S. Championships. And where she's headed next... And a big day in court in Georgia where Mark Meadows will have a hearing today. What it could mean for him and the others indicted in the election probe there, including former President Trump. It's a back to school Monday. We are saluting bus drivers who are on the roads getting your kids to school. Hi, my name is Janixia Green. I'm a Wake County Public School System bus driver and I have been for 21 years. And I'm excited for the first day of school, ready to get my kids to and from school safely. This What's Trending report, sponsored by Rug and Home. Simone Biles is back, and she is making history. Brian Schrader here now with What's Trending. Brian. Yeah, this is really cool. Biles won her record eighth national all-around gymnastics title last night. She is back after being out for two years after pulling out of the 2021 Tokyo Olympics with the mental block. We all remember that. But now she is going to compete next at the World Championships next month in Belgium. And Simone has yet to say if she's going to compete in the Paris Olympics, but one championship at a time. She's doing great, and she is in top form. All she does is win. Pretty good. Glad to see her back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, it's back to school Monday, so let us take a look at our first day of school pictures. That's me. No one believes it. But <laughs> of course me. we believe it. Yeah. Brian Schrader. And listen, Brian Schrader. I'm here for all of you kids who are bummed out about today because, you know, it's kind of grim to go back to school after summer vacation. Renee I wonder Chu? who that is. Yeah, who's excited? <laughs> Renee Chu, excited to go back to school. My fourth grade picture, y'all. Is that right? Oh, oh my God. God. Hey. Yeah. 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 That's Jeff Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes. And Elizabeth there Carter. There she is. E.G. <laughs> that's, that's a bad, bad picture. That was eighth grade. Elizabeth, eighth grade. Like middle horrible. school pictures. Yeah. All, Man. all bad. Classic. times. Classic. I feel like I need a gold chain or something there. Yeah. You know? That thing's getting away from me. <laughs> on television. Uh, right, right. right. See, anything for everybody. Through. There is, there is hope for everyone. There is. Thanks, Brian. Little League World Series came to, to a dream ending for a 12-year-old, Lewis Lapp, hitting a game-winning walk-off homer to win the championship for his team from El Segundo, California. That homer gave his team a 6-5 win over Curacao. It is the fifth straight World Series win for the U.S., first for a team from California since 2011. This morning on Today, remembering Bob Barker, who died Saturday at the age of 99. A look back on his life and career as an American TV staple, coming up at 7 on Today, right here on WRAL. 
We do have a level one risk for severe storms, likely mid to late afternoon. That could coincide with the time that kids are getting off the school bus and headed home. I'll show you the timeline. Also, you can expect more traffic out there this morning with all the school buses back on the road. This is a live look right now. I-40 Harrison Avenue. Brent Schrader will be back after the break with how the morning commute is shaping up on this first day of school. Hey, I'm Tim Donnelly from 99.9 The Fan. And I'm Brian Murphy from WRAL News. Sports betting is finally legal in North Carolina. Getting to this point in this state wasn't easy. How it happened is a backstory worth telling. And that's what we're going to do in a new season of our podcast, A Brief History of Triangle Sports. The podcast is out now. Follow A Brief History of Triangle Sports on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Or on YouTube. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.